Hi, welcome to Bear With Me, the Quirky Queer Zone. The place where you get our take on the world from a queer point of view. You can contact us by email at podcastbearwithme at gmail.com and Instagram at podcastbearwithme. We're your hosts. I'm Stephen. And I'm Mark. We have no apologies or fuck-ups this week. No, we didn't. I went through it. I didn't seem to get anything wrong. Did you listen to the whole thing? I did listen to the whole thing. Well done. Did you? I I listened to it like three times. So, you, so we'll go through what we've been up. So it's two weeks. We back into a two thing. weeks. So two much, weeks yeah. is the last thing. And I'm curious because your first one is getting a second wind. Yes. So it's kind of like not harkening back. This one and like the the next one are like kind of together, really. So it's not like harkening back to what you were talking about in the last podcast with your um, you know, intermittent sex. The resting sex. Yes. <laughs> um, so. Um, on my birthday I went for a massage that turned into less of a massage and more of a a two hour fuck session and was this with your massage therapist no this was no. someone else oh, that right. was training to be a, a masseuse right I um, gen- genuinely <gasps> thought you slept the trainee <laughs> <laughs> genuinely was going around just for a massage and that was it because I had plans the rest of the day I was going through it Glasgow and it was like, like I was planning to be here for like half an hour and that was it um, ended up being there for like two hours now I I don't top a lot. Generally, not a top. Shut up. I know I want that on the t-shirt just because it sounds fun. I don't top a lot. <laughs> so I don't top a lot. <laughs> and I don't. And one of the the drawbacks of not topping a lot is when you do top, you tend to finish really quickly. No shame in it. It is what it is. But I've discovered recently, particularly with this guy, um, is that I come by bounce back really quickly, like two minutes and I like went for it for like two hours solid after I shot my load the first time and it's like is everyone does that happen to everyone or is it like like fuck I was like I think it's because I've not topped and it's like properly topped and like you know fucking a random does it count as cardio (laughs) (laughs) it was a workout that was for sure Um, but yeah so there was that and then the second one the second thing that I put down I like this one this is funny yes so having your sexual activities rated like Yelp so what have you been rated on it was fab right so we've we've both been on fab did someone give you a one star review no I no (laughs) no I got a really good review it was this guy and which is why I kind of put it on because I thought it was a really good review I was like I'm okay with this Um, so on on fab guys the one thing that I really like about it is you can't really catfish anyone yeah so if you post a photo, it has to be verified that it is you, and things like that. Um, and when you meet up with someone, people can review and verify that you are who you say you are and everything. So, I think it's a lot more safer than secure than randomly meeting up with someone on Grinder that could have sent you a photo of anything. Yeah. Anyone could be a, a murderer. Um, but it could. So this guy that I, or this is not the penis of the person. You yes. Just... No. Exactly. It's, it's things like that. Um, and particularly because I'm an admin on Fab Guys, you know, if I have a really crappy hookup because it's like the wrong person or whatever, I can report them and their profile just gets removed. It's uh-huh. as simple as that. Um, which is what I I really really like about Fab Guys. It is there's that sort of security safety aspect of it. So anyway, this guy, um, it's a really good review. I was like so I was like yes, I'm, this this I want on a t-shirt. So he put even better looking in real life um, than in his um, pictures, and if he's got a thick one. Left me so very satisfied after two hours. Lovely guy to chat to as well with some very interesting and hot stories. I thought that was really good. It's literally, it's like, yup for 
horny motherfuckers. How many reviews have you got on that? Um, I'm just curious now. I've got 14 reviews altogether. But I've not got like... The... So is that a star rating? Are, are you like 4.5 no. stars? No, they don't do a star rating, but <laughs> oh, that'd be really shame. interesting. Um, but yeah, things... You know, I'm obviously really good at giving head. This is like the, the recurring thing. Although I never gave this guy head. But that's... T- nine times out of ten, though, it's, it's fighting you're, you're good at it. But nine times out of ten, that's what you're going around Yeah, no, exactly. But it's like, yeah, so um, the other one was... Um, had a great meet with this guy. He knows how to use that sexy tongue. Um... I was coming with that guy, so that doesn't count. Great meat and mouth. Um, oh, that was in Manchester. Was that Manchester? Yeah, that was in Manchester. Well, does it not have the date on it as well? Yeah, it was... This is 2017. April 2017, so that must have been a bear bash. Um, and yeah, and then the masseuse. But yeah, I really like that, and I think more apps should do that. I think it's monitoring and keeping it fair because, yeah. because it, especially with things like Grinder, if someone falls out with a group of friends, and we've seen it before, suddenly you get oh, 30, yeah. 40 people now rating you shitty because you've fallen out with one of That's them. That's true. And, and, you know, they're being a bit precious and cunty. So it is, it is a difficult one to monitor. But yeah, I just thought it was really interesting, like, being reviewed. You like being like, reviewed. I do. But being, <laughs> literally being reviewed like you're a restaurant. It's like a, re- a Yelp review for like your performance. Oh, so yeah. The next one's yours. Well, the next one's mine. So I was filling in some applications. So I've been looking at other jobs, mm-hmm. um, and I started an application which is fine. And I got halfway through it, and it was like, oh, you've got to do a math test. And I'm like, right, <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I can do the math test. It took me two hours to do the practice section. Right, I just had a complete blank because it was working out statistics mm-hmm. and graph work and percentages done the test the test took us 20 minutes I was like god damn it <laughs> and then when you're like right I'm done and it was a job I'd seen literally closing that day yeah. so it was like right I'm done I don't need to worry about it I'd get an email back going hi we need you to go back and take the written and written the written and reading test so I went back and done that that took another hour right because it was you have to do the practice section yeah. and then the actual thing and then it was like right I'm done this thing then came back and was like right now you have to do the psychology testing bit like really could you not pick that up from the other two bits I've already done and it's really weird because it's not one I've done before it's like rate these answers on is this a good choice bad choice indifferent choice or is not going to work yeah and knowing like oh it's such a corporate and it wasn't a corporate job but there was so corporate questions you're like oh you know Bill is upset with Jane how do you deal with this (laughs) tell Bill to get over it (laughs) tell Jane to get over it and it was just like ugh eventually finished that so it took me three hours to do this bloody application oh god it was horrific and it was even worse because I couldn't find my laptop it's moving so I was doing it on my phone (laughs) (laughs) yeah right Mm -hmm. so you imagine how frustrating that was I can imagine how frustrating frustrated you got (laughs) I was trying to do the maths question where you're trying to pinch and zoom into the graphs so I could see what it is and then it would move it off the screen it was like I'm actually going insane um, oh, and then the next one is me again. So it was um, Sam. Sure, Hobbity uh-huh. Sam's birthday. Uh, and he well, had... you've missed one, but never mind. We'll go. We'll do oh, yours so... first. Sorry. No, no, on you go. Sam's birthday. Yeah, so I don't know why I thought mine was next there. Um, so yeah, Sam's birthday. Went for drinks at the Regent. Mm-hmm. Um, it was also one of the other boys' birthdays as well, but I can't remember. He had really bad dungarees on. They're like cut off. 
three quarter length down to Reeds. Um, no, no, just down to Reeds. Uh, and that was interesting. It's the first time we've been out in the region where it's not been a Bears, a Bears night. Yeah. For ages, and it was it was all right. Um, but I'm just, I don't know. The region, the region's one of those really strange parts where it can be a really good night or it can be a really. I think it's the layout for the region. We've said this before because it it cuts itself into two. Yeah, because of its where the wall is. Yeah. Uh, it was also like a bloody sauna. Of course it was. Right, it, it was part of the parcel. <laughs> We're in hell. We're literally in hell right now in Edinburgh. Finn was out. Oh. Finn, Finn was out. Um, Finn was out, and I think my favourite line of the night is um, Sam's other half going, Oh, I have to go home. I have to take Finn home. And leaving a very drunk Sam in the corner. <laughs> going, yeah, I'm not doing any more of this. Um, that was one. Right, I'll go, we'll go back to yours, sorry. Yes. So this is the first time, and I think it's obviously so. Manchester Pride now has this two-tier ticket yes. system where you get to pay thirty pound to go into the village, or you get to pay an extra fifty pound to go and see Ariana Grande for twenty minutes. Not doing that. Um, anyway, they've now got a bag safety requirement policy, and I think it's really interesting. See if you come out of it and then just click it, and then go back in and then click it. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sorry, that's me trying to use the notes to get into the article. Um, so they now have a bag safety requirement so all bags must be 100% clear only one bag per person um, bags must be made of clear plastic PC, PVC vinyl and bags must not exceed basically what looks like half hand luggage size 12 by 6 by yeah. 12 um, and if you and if you've got a clear one the pearlescent and the neon clears aren't, it has to be clear I think that they've had a lot of backlash for it like they've had like I, over 100 comments I actually like it I wonder though if this is part and parcel of Ariana Grande's there it's part and parcel of her well, I think ask so. as well remembering exactly what happened a, few, a couple of years ago yeah. Exa- exactly and if you've got nothing to hide put it in a clear bag like I think sorry just for reference for anyone who isn't aware Ariana Grande was in a performance in Manchester yeah. there was a terrorist attack it did end up killing uh, quite a few of her fans yeah. quite a few young yeah. fans unfortunately at the time um, and obviously, I, th- I think the event. I think it's a clever idea. I think. I it's think a, it was really good because it prevents you taking drinking as well and things, which is what they're after. Um, and I imagine. I mean, the downside is there's probably someone selling these clear bags, trying to make a quick buck as well off of it. Well, n- no, because on the actual post itself, it says, um, "Please see the um, um, above image for details." Blah blah blah, and it says, "Clear tote bags, bum bags, uh, handbags, and more can be purchased in many high street stores." And they're willing to give links to where you can buy them, so it's not like they're trying to like sell another product. Yeah. Um, I just think I just think it's absolutely amazing, and I think all venues that are hosting high footfall events should adopt this. It's a it's a great idea. I think the one the one thing I've got with that is it would be nice if they would because I don't think I've ever seen a clear rucksack. And you, I, you know you can't get them. And I'm I'm like you, whereas I'd rather have a a rucksack yeah. than a bag. Just because it's easier on my back, yeah. Um, anything else? Oh, and then the next was me. So I went through to Glasgow, yeah, uh, to find the Glasgow Leather Social. I think it was the third one they've held. Now I've not been in Glasgow for probably six years, if that. Um, and it was at the I want to say the gallery. So know where Revolver is. Yes. Know the building behind it, which has like the walkway. Yes. It was in there. Um, so it's quite a, it's quite a, it's a very glass fronted modern pub. Um, 
But keep going. I'm just for it. Sorry, no, because I was gonna I was gonna look it up because no, I, that's I, what I'm I've doing. totally forgotten what the name was called. Um, so I went through with a couple of friends. I ran into a couple of friends out there as well who'd never been. So it, it was interesting. The guys were were really friendly, really open. Um, there was some quite fun uh, videos on Twitter for for them dancing when they got drunk towards <laughs> the end of the night. Um, but it, it, it's a good idea, I think, because there's not a lot of fetish events happening. No. It, it was nice to see. I mean, my my one thing when they were asking about what we thought, my one thing was, well, look, when we came in, you guys are great, but you sat in this table in a corner and made yourselves really inaccessible. But not only that, you didn't really... But the bears do that in Edinburgh as well. But they didn't come into the bar, so if you so so for comparing it to the bears, um, whoever is on for the bears at the night will usually have a box of chocolates and will circulate the pub. I I would disagree with that. So the twice that I've been in, because I don't go to a yeah. lot of the bear events, simply because there's friction between me and a couple of people that go. So I'm yeah. I just don't put myself in that situation. The couple of times that I've been there, the people that are on the the bear Scots committee have sat down in a corner and they've had no interaction whatsoever. So I don't think it's necessary, I, th- I think it's just synonymous for people that are running events now. So this is it, I, the last couple I've been to, it's been very different. There has been that up and active. And it's maybe feedback they've taken on board. Maybe. I, I think that would have helped in Glasgow, just that kind of get up and talk to people in the pub, yeah. tell them what's going on. See if there's people who are maybe interested who don't have gear but don't know how to approach you guys yeah. because you have got yourself sat in this 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 corner which yeah. is very difficult to break into um because then you just look like a group of friends who are out rather than rather than what you're trying to do is establish a, cl- a club or a get together mm-hmm. um but it was, it was it was good fun um it was just it was just as the start of that kind of rain it was a sunday yeah. but it didn't quite get to anything so edinburgh was still like a swamp are you going to the next one uh i don't know i'm waiting to see if the friends who i went with all right want to go or not if not we'll probably wait and do the the one after because I think it's the same weekend as Manchester Pride is the problem alright um, so it's it, it, it's running through that um, <gasps> next one is you oh my movie god trailers. oh the cats trailer oh, it's fucking terrifying so I'm a huge fan of cats I think I've seen it about 14 or 15 times easily uh-huh. love it my favourite musical of, mm, no Phantom of the Opera is my favourite musical one of my top like two yeah Phantom of the Opera and Cats fucking love Cats love it love it love it the trailer like what like I, I genuinely have no words like so, so from my point of view I know the songs from Cats I've never seen the musical what I don't understand with the trailer is why the cats all appear to be tiny and why everything is so much bigger than them. So Like ridiculously yeah, out of scale so bigger. I, I think, because I've been listening to another couple of podcasts this week that have been talking about it, um, and not that my views are the same as theirs, but they've given me something, to think, yeah. something to think about. If you look at roughly where the humans' heads are on set to where the cats' heads would be if they were on all fours, it would be roughly the same height. But they don't have that length, obviously, because they're like the humans are standing yeah. up. So I think that's where the height thing comes from. Whereas in your head, because they're standing on all four on on their feet and not all four like a cat would, 
you'd expect them to be as tall as a cat when cats are reaching up for things. I think that's probably where the height thing comes from. But it, no, it just looks really weird. I, I can't. Because I can't decide if it's makeup or if it's CGI. It's CGI. And it's awful CGI. And why do they have facial features? Like, why do they have human facial features? You've literally CGI'd cat bodies onto them. Where's the cat nose? Where's the eyes? I, I think I'm going to see it. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Do you need to I see really it on don't your, know. Do you need to see it on your own first to judge? I think I think I might get really upset at how bad it's going to be. Just I can't. I, I just. And why do all the female cats not have any clothes, but all the male cats do? One of the girl cats did. She had that big coat on. Yeah, but no, that's because that's that's how it is in the theatre production as well. And Jennifer Hudson. She's like 30 years too young to play that role. I, I, it really annoys me. It, oh my God. It's, it's just, it upsets me. It upsets me so much. And when I saw the longer trailer the second time I went to see The Lion King, I just wanted to cry. I just feel like I'm, this is going to be really disappointing. Might not be. It might be no. like Phantom Because Phantom of the Opera looked like it was going to be terrible the movie. And then turned into a really good movie. See, I... I no, like no. See, I didn't. I didn't. The mini driver is the end, either. No, I just, I just, I'm just keep scrolling through these photos, and it's like, ah, oh, like. So Stephen's scrolling through the pictures on IMDb of it. Um, I, so, ju- I just can't. It's just awful. Shall I move on to my next one? Yeah. So I think that's is that us done for what we've been up to in the last two weeks. It's been quite quiet. We've not really seen each other. We no, saw no. each other for the cinema, and yeah. that was it. Have you done anything else? Yeah, but I can't talk about it. No, that's fine. No, I've not. Apart from moving, I'm pretty much there. We're now taping in my new place. Yes. Which is terrifying. <laughs> um, so, rugby thing. So, we have Touch My Brum has just finished yes, this weekend. Yeah. Uh, and you just found the winner. The winner of it was... The Glinderellas. So, we... I don't know... This yeah, I don't. I think it's just a hodgepodge mix of other teams. Yeah, it looks like a barbarian team, but they've not given enough information on their page to say who it is. No, exactly. Um, so I'll maybe message someone later on. But the Renegades came in second. Well so done to the Renegades. Renegades. Um, the Reading Renegades. <laughs> well done. Um, and then our next one we've got is obviously the Thebans Clinic is in October, which is twenty fifth yes. to twenty seventh of October after Bearscots. Uh, and of course Bingham 2020 which is the 8th to the 17th yes. of August in Ottawa uh, next one no I've not read Ed's book it is still on my <sighs> list of things I've got a month you don't have a month it's the 28th and there's 31 days in, Octo- in August yes it's a deadline of August yeah so I've got the end of August uh-huh. I think there needs to be a consequence if you've not done it I will let you try and think of something for the next podcast I will. yes um, are we having a break Yes, we will have a quick break. break And we will see you in a minute. Yay! And we're back. We are back and we're going into... Movies! (laughs) Crap! Movie reviews! I know you hate it, but... 
I, it's, it's debatable because sometimes your review is very good and then other times it's like it's so crap <laughs> it's like why no the, the thing is I listen to Mark Camode's podcast and he's a really good movie reviewer it's <laughs> so crap so first one we went to see was the Matrix, Matrix 20, yes 20 years was it 20 year 4k restoration blah 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 special I forgot how long a bloody movie that was see I, I know how long it is but I think it goes really quick I love it I'm fine up until about halfway, and then it's like I'm really uncomfortable yeah. in these seats, and I'm warm. And oh, I'm the sticking. seats are horrible because they're sticky. Yep. Um. Uh, so, Cineworld's recently had a refit, and it's put in these awful leather seats. Fo- it's, I don't even think it's leather. And I think it's, it's just, faux leather. As soon as it's hot, it's just awful. And, and especially we, because our aircon's not working in half the cin- the screens yet. Yeah. Oh, which the is so annoying. was working during the Matrix because every so often you get a right blast. Yeah. You did. I think you were you were in the right place. Oh, it was. Um, so, is there any point in re- reviewing the Matrix? I think everyone's seen it. Did you notice any difference to their 4K restoration watching it on the cinema? Not really. No, neither did. I. Not really. I think 4K restoration is great if you're watching it on an HD TV or something, or even on your phone. It's got 4K. Yeah. But when you're watching it on a projection, it loses some of that quality anyway. Even with the high quality projectors that cinemas use, you're still losing a lot of that quality. So it doesn't make any difference. Wasn't there gossip about them rebooting it as well? Yeah, but there's always there's been gossip about that for the past ten years. I would like to see where they would take it though, make- especially if they if the Bushowskis are doing the reboot themselves, because they have so many great ideas for technologies. Like I mean, they are they well they were twenty years ago the forefront of what modern CGI technology and camera use is. Yes. Um, right, so the next one. So yeah, so you went to see. So I went phone. to see. No, I went through Glasgow to see it. Yes. Um, so that's what I done on my birthday. Um, I went to see the Dead Don't Die. So which I, one was this? Well, I didn't know anything about it to be honest. I had no idea whatsoever. So it is a. Oh, it looks quite fun. <sighs> it looks quite fun. So it's a zombie. It's a zombie uh, movie, basically. Yeah, it's a zombie from the ga- graves. It's in a, a zombie small ba- redneck town. Yeah, it's like. And I'm going to give spoilers. Is that Keanu Reeves? No, it's the uh, Adam uh, Driver. Yeah, he's been in a whole load of different things. He was, was he not the murderer in Buried or whatever it was called? No, but to make life easier, he's the bad guy in the new Star Wars film, right. Kylo Ren. Right. So it's basically their cops and these zombies rise because people of the American government are being fracking somewhere and it's changed. The world's axis has changed and the moon turns purple at night and all these people that are dead come back as zombies, blah, blah, blah. It was interesting. At one point, it then turned into something that was more meta because they were talking like near the end. At one point, Adam Driver's character said to Bill Murray's character, because we were talking about how like Adam Driver's character was really peaceful to do it. It was like, oh, it's going to end badly, blah, blah, blah. They were in the car when all these zombies were like surrounding them. And Bill Murray was like, well, why are you so calm? Like, why do you think something bad's going to happen? And he was like, oh, I've read the end of the script. Yeah. It was it was bizarre. And they all get eaten in the end. But the... the is it as funny as what was the Scottish musical zombie film we went to see? Oh my god, no, nowhere near as funny as that. That was good. Can't remember what that was called. But it was obviously they started filming it in the summer and then it was winter, so they just turned <laughs> it into a Christmas movie. Um, <laughs> yes. The only redeeming thing about this movie was that Tilda Swinton was in it. 
So is Chloe Savini. I know, because she actually played a really good character. It took me ages to figure out who it was. Um, but Tilda Swinton played an 80s throwback mortician. Oh, Jesus. Who ended up being an alien. No. Lit- <laughs> so, literally, she, she was... She was a mortician and with this really weird Scottish accent. It wasn't really her accent, but not really like any Scottish accent, but still Scottish. Yeah. It was bizarre. Like Billy Connolly when he's trying to be American. Oh, right. And with this really bizarre makeup on, and then she had like this big Buddha, but she had a kimono on, and then she had um, samurai swords, and she was killing all the zombies with swords. She didn't know what a car was, but she was driving a car like a dodgem, and then she went and got taken away by the spaceship again <sighs> don't know is it something which, is it going to become like a culty I think thing, it will be think? a cult classic it was just not what I expected I, I, like we were sitting down there and I was like what's going on what oh and then um, the the grandmother from the Adams family that was also the ghost of Christmas past and Scrooged yes thingy Kane the Kane. short one yep yeah. She was in it. She was amazing. Um, that was another thing. Like, the zombies, the last thing that they'd done or something that was synonymous for them is what, like, when they came back, they were talking about. So, like, she was an alcoholic. So when she came back to life, all she kept saying was, Chardonnay. Chardonnay. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was really good. Um, Carol Kane. Um, yeah, I don't know if I would recommend it. Not you've sure. Talk, you've talked about enough of it that I think people would want to watch. I'm really not sure. It was good. It was funny. It was weird. It had some really good music. It sounds exactly what you would like in a movie where it's on its weird and it's not and just But it was a little through. bit too weird. Was, there was no justification for the weirdness. Right. And I think that was where I was like not getting it. Um, but the music throughout it was really good. So all... Basically, all the singers that were on the soundtrack were in the movie at one point or another, playing either a zombie or a character. That's a great or, way to get you. It was. It was really good. <laughs> Cheap license. No, exactly. Um, the next one, I went to see the Animals Unlimited screening. I think that was when you were at rugby. Yeah, so it'll have been a Tuesday or a Thursday. Yeah, I think it was a Tuesday. It's the next one tomorrow. Yes. Well, that's the secret screening. Yes. Eight o'clock. If you're coming. I've got tickets. Yeah, I was going to come. I said I'd come. I just couldn't remember when it was. Um, so yeah, animals. So it's not a book by Emma Jane Unsworth. Yeah, I don't know who that is. No, neither do I, and it's not bringing me up anything about what. Literally, that's what the movie says is based on the novel yeah. by, and then doesn't give us any other information. So I've never heard of it. Don't go and see it. It's awful. It's literally about these two girls that are best friends. They live together. One of them finds a boyfriend, gets engaged. The other one's a bit pissy about it. Tries to spoil it. Gets her drunk fills her with drugs so that uh, she misses his like big important recital they become less friends in the end they don't really talk and that's about it it was awful well apparently the screenwriter is the author maybe she should have given it to someone else yeah she wrote the screen- but, she wrote the screenplay based on her novel it was so bad and there was this very bizarre sex scene where the guy was eating her out but put cocaine on his tongue and it's like is that even a thing like i know i'm not straight but i can't imagine any difference to putting it on your dick but but 
he was doing it for her. Like, I can't imagine having cocaine in your vagina is going to do anything for you. Well, it's a stimulant, isn't it? I just snort it. Like, it was just so... It was bizarre. Don't go see it. It was awful. I wanted to walk out. But you didn't. I didn't. I've only ever walked out of one movie. What was it? I can't remember what it was called, but it was about this college girl that was getting engaged and one of her friends, well, a frenemy, was threatening to tell her fiancé and her, his family that she sucked off a dog in college. Oh, Jesus. It was one of the the, the red top, yeah. sort of, the same time that all the American Pies and everything were coming out. It was awful. I actually walked out. So, well, last one. Yes. Which made you cry. Yes. But oh. you didn't know when. How many times have you been to see it now? Um, Paul, that wasn't me. That was Mark. Um, three? Which isn't bad for you. Three, Usually you'd I be to see more. Try to think. So, we went. Yep. I went with Paul. Yep. Me and Cody are going to go. I went with the other guy. Yeah, three. So four when eventually... Four eventually yeah. when... I think me and Cody are going to go and see it next week. Right, um, so of course we're talking about uh, Disney's live <laughs> Lion King. King. Um, what did you think? Because I've got lots to say, so I'll let you... Like, I feel like I've talked through I, the, this okay, whole podcast. The Lion King is not one of my favourite Disney animated films. Okay, it, it kind of came out... So if anyone wants to send messages of hate to Mark for not liking The Lion King, do so. Didn't say I didn't like it, I said it wasn't one of my favourites. If anyone wants to... You know, throw any hate is to it, Mark for not Stephen, liking the Lion King. How, what is your Lion King option? It's like your favorite. It's ninety four, isn't it? It came out. Yeah, so I was. It was pretty much like. So I, I think I was in like primary six. Yeah, primary so I seven. Been sixteen, seventeen. Uh -huh. And right, so it just it, it just didn't sit with me. It was. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's just one of those ones where it's like, okay. So we're taking the Mick out of Macbeth. Pretty much. So no, that, that's, exa that's exactly so what it's, it is. It's Macbeth. Um, I think the thing for me is, is a you know, a lot of the character actors in it were trying to do the almost the original voices. So I mean, Zazu I think was one which infuriated me because Zazu they replaced with someone almost speaking like Ron Atkinson. Yeah, I was like, well, why not just why why not just have asked Ron Atkinson back to do it? You know, I get it's very political how they were trying to cast it, uh -huh. but. But, but what 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 difference to me? I mean, I'm disappointed Whoopi Goldberg didn't pick back up on it. Yeah. Um, which is really strange because obviously you have um, James L. Jones. Yeah, in it again, which is weird. Um, so you have that kind of one voice which is in, but then you have all of these other voices, which are trying to almost imitate. Yeah. The original voices, which is a bit. They haven't really done that with any of the other Disney movies. So if you look at Aladdin. Will Smith quite clearly doesn't sound like Ron Atkinson. No, no um, Ron Atkinson. Um, <laughs> fuck, it's gone from my head. Um, Mocha Mindy. Come on, you Robin Williams. Thank you. Uh, and, and that that just kind of seemed a bit a bit of a strange a strange choice for me. Um, some of the animation sequences are a bit a bit off kilter. Uh huh. Um, for me as well, but. As far as Disney goes, if you like The Lion King, I think you will like this movie. Um, and didn't like Beyonce singing in it either. I don't think she done that song justice. I like her playing her part as Nala. I really like her being the uh -huh. voice of it. I didn't like the rendition of um, 
do you feel the love? Yeah. At all. It just didn't work. You ready to go? Because you're obviously yeah. desperate to go. Jesus. Yeah. So, I loved it. There, there are a few really questionable bits that I really disliked. And I will go into that because it was bits that really jarred with me. But I... Two well, hours of my life, I'm not going to get back. <laughs> you get, you've got to spend two hours with me. That is enough. <laughs> not saying you didn't agree with that, bitch. <laughs> I didn't say anything. That's anyway, the safest answer. I loved it. I am a huge fan of the animation. Um, so that opening scene was just amazing. Like, really, really, really... Oh, my God, like... I was literally singing along the whole way through. I was like proper like a five-year-old kid. Um, so the, I'm going to go into the bits that I didn't like first. Right. So you're right. I hated James Ol- uh, John Oliver as Zazu. It did feel like it was just a caricature of the, the animation in Zazu. Um, loved James L. Jones. I think they couldn't have had anyone else playing Mufasa. But be, no. But they, like, who, who else would you have had playing... Well, I don't Mufasa. know because we didn't have a chance to put, to put any other voice actor in to see what no, could but, have been done. No, but who, but who would you, who would you have thought about? I don't know. Maybe Samuel L. Jackson. Oh God, no, no. That I think because I mean it's particularly that scene when Mufasa's already dead and he's in the cloud and he says, "Simba, remember who you are." So, <laughs> so, so what you're saying is the scene from Star Wars? Yes. Right. Um. You know, I don't think anyone else could do that. It'd be like saying to Bono, you can't do that bit on Do They Know It's Christmas, the Band-Aid song. Yes. You know, there is just certain things that no one else can ever take over because it's not going to be as good. So why why try to do something when when you know that the fans are going to hate it? And let's be honest, that's what Disney's all about, is trying, trying to get as much money in as possible. And if it was anyone else, fans would have hated it. So I'm really glad that they brought James L. Jones back. So this is still not you on about the things you No, I know. So we've started Zazu. No, because we were talking about Zazu. Um, You were right with Bubu Goldberg. I I didn't like the characters of the hyenas. Any of them. They didn't have that comedy slapstick that the animation had. I really didn't like the two guys. Um, Keegan-Michael Key was a wrong, wrong, wrong... Oh, I... It just grated on my nerves. That was the one that... Is that the crazier one of the two? It was the one that didn't want to be too close to the other one. Right, yes. I really I really didn't like his take on that role. Um, I, re- I really... As much as I would have loved Rupert Goldberg coming back as Shenzi, I really thought that Florence Kazumba done a really good job. She did, um, but what's nice is she went in and doesn't sound like Rupert Goldberg. No, exactly. Which is what, yes. which is what annoys me about Zazu. Is yeah. And I think she took that role, rather than doing the comedy, she went in for the more drama aspect of it. I, re- I really liked her take on it. Um, didn't like the other two. Um, I liked Timon and Pumbaa. Oh, you realise who the voice of young Nala was? Who was it? She's the girl from Us. Oh, yes, so it is. That, co- that comes out on um, Blu-ray and stuff soon. Oh, that's my favourite movie of the year. Um, where was I? I've totally lost track. So we were talking about you, you didn't like the voices for the hyenas apart. Yeah, from I didn't. The um, one. I liked um, Seth Rogen and Billy Eichner Ugh. as Timon and Pumbaa. However, there's just one bit at the end of when they're singing "Can You Feel the Love Tonight," where Seth Rogen just sounds like Kermit the Frog. 
Yes. And it it frustrates me. Like did did like in post production, did they not hear that it sounded like Kermit the Frog? Like what the fuck was going on there? That oh um that annoyed me. Um yep, yeah, I'm with you on Beyonce. I think it was a wrong choice. Um and I think when they were recording, they should have said to her, you're not doing a Sasha Fierce album, no need to do the riffs and the vocal fries. You sing it like it's supposed to be sung. You'll have seen the movie. Don't try and Beyonce make it, it. Don't try and make it better, because you can't, because you're Beyonce. You're not a stage performer. Like, like not like stage, yeah. she works on a stage, obviously. But, you know, she's not a theatre performer. That's how you're supposed to sing it. None of this vibrato and, you're, yeah, oh, it was awful. And what was what was with Spirit in the middle when they were running back to Pride Rock? The random song. Yeah, basically when she was singing Spirit. <laughs> oh, I hated it. I hated it. Beyonce, Beyonce could have ruined it for me if I didn't love everything else. Um, I really liked. There was some other bits that I really liked. Um when they were going from Simba just being born to Simba being a cub and they had the tree moving and twisting with the stars in the background yeah. to show the passage of time because that's how a tree would have if you were putting it on Broadway well, I'm thinking of how the stage well, no, exactly on Broadway well yeah they, they well. just kind of twist it um, I really liked that it did show the passage of time um, I really liked it the other thing Grace had seen as well was a bit disappointing for me. I like in the animation where you see more of the bones. And yeah. Things and they kind of they kind of didn't do, really do that with um, it. I did love Be Prepared and how they changed that from almost a campy song yeah. to something almost sinister. I liked how they made Scar really sinister. Like the scene, my, my favourite scene, my favourite Scar scene was when Mufasa had just died and he had told the hyenas to chase after Simba and kill Simba yeah and there was just that look of pure evil and everything was kind of blurred in the background I thought that was amazing I really 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 liked that that just it was a beautiful shot um, but I really liked what it what do liked... you think of the other camp animals we get with um, Simba growing up so you know when you have the scene where he's stalking the, the wildebeest like, oh yeah! I thought you were a real lion. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I thought that was. I thought it was really good. That again, it was scenes that weren't really fully formed in the animation. Yeah. Um, and Timon and Pumbaa when they'd done be our guest instead of oh my um oh what's it called? I can see it. I want to say it's a Macarena, but it's not the Macarena. What was it? Tell me. No, nope. can't That's remember. Fine. I just <laughs> with the hula skirt. Yes. Um, that was. That was I was unprepared for be our guest, <laughs> and he does it well. He actually, does. He does it really, really well. Compared to his other singing, yeah, they're they're definitely not there for their singing ability. That's for sure. Um, but yeah, no, I, I really liked it. The the bits that I didn't like are just personal moans. But Kermit the Frog, like, why did you want to sound like Kermit the Frog? And I also every time I hear Seth Rogen, I just think of Big Dipper. Like I can't. I can't hear Seth Rogen anymore without thinking of Big Dipper. Do you not? Do you not hear the resemblance? No. Really? Yeah. Oh my god! Like it just it just it's Big Dipper to me. Um. So yeah, totally, totally, totally loved it. Um. Not much else to say. I, I, I thought the casting was really good. But the other problem we had is not been anything out this. 
In this no, last two weeks, it's not been really. Uh, horrible histories, which neither of us were oh, really keen on no. to see. Um, the Play Will Be On movie's coming out soon. Yes. Which I quite fancy. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? <sighs> see, I don't Leonardo know. DiCaprio. So, I'm not a huge fan of Leon at all. Like, uh, when they were first talking about and teasing the trailer I thought it was going to be more about Charles Manson and Sharon Tate mm. rather than Leonardo DiCaprio because I thought that would have been a really good movie to do especially with Margot Robbie playing Sharon Tate like that would have been absolutely fantastic mm. I don't know I don't know I can, I can see where you're coming from for it I think that's interesting. I'm sorry, I'm looking through the, what's coming up, and apparently there's a new Charlie's Angels coming out. Yeah, another one. Um, but the, there isn't much coming out there's at not all. A lot. It's this weird. The thing is, they don't really bring anything out. <gasps> the classic movie coming out is The Crow. But is it going to be in. 2D. No, but is it going to be in Edinburgh? Oh, good point. Oh, Dora, if the, is, if Dora the Explorer. Uh, I really want to see the Dora Explorer movie. Oh, that's going to be one of your choices, isn't it? Yep. yep. But, which is, and finally the last one, which I'm desperate to see, is the Downton Abbey movie. <gasps> they've, they've got a new extended trailer now. Another one. Yeah, it looks amazing. Where did you see The Crow? Because if it's in Edinburgh, it's, I'm going for um, one of these ones in the classic movie section. If you've come as far along as Downton Abbey, you've gone too far. I've not got to Downton Abbey yet. Oh, sorry, it was in this section. Oh, come on, Because I would definitely be going to see The Crow. That is one of my <coughs> all time favourite movies of course it is you're such a 90s baby and I am you're such a 90s goth baby please oh it's not in Edinburgh <laughs> how can you tell because it tells if you go into it it tells you where the nearest there's actually no information for it that's because it's not it's, but it's not, coming soon it usually tells yeah. you but if it's in Glasgow I'm going through Glasgow to see it that is like without a doubt one of my all time favourite movies I think as well with The Crow is because of like the background from it and the fact that he died well, I'm not going to say murder because it wasn't murdered, but you know there was an accident on set, and the fact that the the used CGI so heavily for his face, in the rest of the movie, and the fact that and the the, the girl that played Sarah never done anything after it. I I love it. Uh, and the music was so good, and they keep trying to say that they're going to do a remake of it, and it's going to be Jared Leto, which would have been perfection and then it was going to be thingy Evans can never remember I always want to say his name's Luke Evans but it's not Luke Evans but yeah sorry I'm looking for my notes I think that's it for that's movies that's it yeah I think that's yeah. it so we've no Drag Race no Drag Race I've still not watched Pose I've still not watched Pose season 2 yeah I'm, I need to just once I get settled I might sit and yeah. get get caught up through it um, um, and then so Instagram pages Instagram pages so I've kind of copped out this week I've just gone with the Thebans rugby page yes. which is um, the rugby teams that I'm involved with in Edinburgh's yeah. general page of photos which is open to the public so it has a lot of the training pictures the game pictures it's getting more it's, it's getting used a lot more which I, I like to see and you know, because they've had a change of committee yeah, again as I mean, I, I've been quite vocal in my not hatred or dislike for the team but my disinterest well this is it and I follow um, a lot of the American teams who are posting yeah, some great I think and, the Charlotte Royals have been posting a lot of yeah, stuff recently and you know the Thebans have n- never really been great at social media 
but it seems to be getting a, a whole lot better, which is good to see because I don't want it like. I think the biggest issue with social media with the rugby is when you're training and things, unless someone isn't involved in the drill and can sit with the camera phone to yeah. take a picture, it's hard to capture those moments because you everyone's involved. The last couple of weeks we've usually had someone who's just watching and we've kind of yeah. given them the phone going, just take no, pictures exactly. we'll, we'll, we'll sort through and decide what we want to use. Um, which is why I've gone with it and you have gone with who so have you gone, I have, have you gone, gone with another puppy one no it's not another puppy one so oh and, oh, it's a private account yeah so, so I, shit alright so, so I feel that you've made a bad choice no I've not made a bad choice because people need to follow this one so it's called are you not following it on your personal page no I'm not I'm following it on, <laughs> I deflect another account so it's a page called overheard um, at a gay bar so is this like um, the waitress, overheard of waitress? Yes. And it does just feel like it's things that I would say. So it's things like, and it's literally people submit these to and wear the bar. So like, um, do you know how he's not um, not over his breakup? He dyed his hair blonde. <laughs> that was overheard somewhere. Um, I would just roast you, but my mother said I'm not allowed to burn trash. <gasps> that was in DC. Um... I know who I am. I'm a six on the East Coast, a five in Chicago, and in LA, I'm a burn victim. <laughs> exactly. My nickname is Gillette because I'm the best a man can get. I will also kill you. I cut you. <laughs> cull you. Um, I'm a size queen, but not too big. I'm like Goldilocks. <laughs> I literally have went through all of these when I've been sitting on the toilet at work and just laughing my head off. Um, my muscles may not be natural but at least my followers are that shout out to all the people that buy their followers there's a page and oh I can't remember who it was I sent it to Leo because we were just you know being bitches um, oh I think it's Surge app so the Surge app the online dating app right they've clearly bought their followers they've got like 400,000 followers but their photos are only getting like 800 likes now on average you get 10% of your followers liking your photos that's between 8 and 10 percent so they should be getting 4,000 not 800 bought their followers um so yeah so i if you're if you're wanting to laugh and you know it's, it's things that you literally you say to your friends um yeah overheard at gay bars um i thought it was hilarious it literally cracked me up one day while i was at work so that's my page Mark is clicking away. I'm clicking away because I'm waiting for Stephen to acknowledge and give me pros for actually doing things for the podcast this last week. You mean doing things I've been asking you to do for over a year? Which I've done. Well done. Thank you. Slow clap. You need to work on your slow... <laughs> Stephen failing at a slow clap. <laughs> um, oh yeah, we've done... Well, not really much of the poll for the poppers. Oh no, you can't... You... I kind of posted it, so... Yeah. Basically, everyone thinks they are a drug and they do take them, but they shouldn't be illegal. <laughs> Which is exactly, you know, I think that's the right opinion. Yes. And, you know, you like a poppers. I do. It's really weird because I'm more a social taker rather than a sexual taker. Yes. But that's because there's only so much bobbing you can do and you can't risk splashing it up your nose. Well, that's true. Although it is, fu- it is fun being, like, totally high on poppers sucking dick. It is a lot of fun. But anyway, yeah, I mainly take them in clubs. Which is my favourite one is you going out with Rush to a club night. Oh, I didn't go. No, I bought it there. 
because it was the only thing that they had, and I wasn't pla- I wasn't planning on going out that night. No, you got out with the gingers. No, I was up with no. I'd went out with the work thing, and then we ended up at Habana, and the gingers were there, and then they were going to Labelle for Mingin. Was it Mingin? Oh, Dilf was on this weekend at um, Labelle. Yes. Did you go? No. Yeah, no. I, t- I texted you that. Did James say how it went? I don't think that James and Stuart were there. Ah. I think they had Barry go. Because it was, this was a catch-up event, because unfortunately the last one was um, flooded out. Tokyo was flooded. Yeah, Tokyo was flooded. Um, Tokyo, which has just been refit again. I know, I know. It's a nice venue, they just they don't seem to have any luck. Like, the venue itself, not like just the owners, but the venue itself just don't have any luck. Um but yeah I think that's it I think not the next episode but the episode after that we may have well I will probably have a couple of guest interviews on because the next one we'll do will be after you come back from Leeds yeah which is in two so in two weeks time two weeks time because you're in Leeds next weekend I'm in weekend. Leeds next weekend for um, Leeds Pride so we'll do the one after you come back and then the one after that will is Manchester will be probably Pride. after that because you're possibly only coming down for the Saturday now. Yes, it's at the moment for me. It's depending on money and trains and things because the the train prices are just surging. As See, you know, I, and it's and I know you said to get them early. I just don't have yeah. the money sitting. Um, so it's because I think it was eighty one pound return, and that was first class coming back for me. So I, that um, was that was all right. I was okay with that. And it's. It's also just, it's also just looking because it's um, time as well yeah. for work because I'm trying to yeah. to manoeuvre some holidays around so I can free up some time for later in the so year as well. I am like if you're down, it'd be great to have you talk to Stephen as well. But I'm hoping to try and grab Stephen for like twenty yes. minutes. So Stephen's a guy that we both done a photo shoot with. Yes, we did. Um, Has he got a date yet for his book? No, so he had to reshoot. Um, with someone and was it you? no it wasn't me. <laughs> if, it was me if it was me you would have got the photos if it, if it was me if it was you we'd have never heard about it because you'd have been absolutely horrified that someone had made you reshoot a photo <laughs> I, I, I would happily get in front of the camera for Stephen at to, any point that he wants to do new photos but if someone was saying oh I'm sorry those last ones were just not, we think you can do better <laughs> um, <laughs> I can see your face now going and and we'll probably try and catch other people yeah. at Manchester if we can. I mean, there's a few people... We haven't had anyone on for a while, and I think we should probably start trying to run some guest episodes again. Yeah. Even if it's just local bods. Because um, I know we've got Lewis, still from the rugby, yes. who's doing his gay social survey, but I just need to sit and get that yeah. organised. Because he'd come and do the questions with him, uh-huh. and we could have him on. Um, and it you would know, be quite fun to maybe have Sam on from the rugby because he's someone who's kind of come on the rugby yes. quite raw and, and is enjoying that and, and you can maybe tell him all the shady things you tell me about him well he listens to the podcast so he knows and I tell everything shady to Sam's face as well so yeah <laughs> including the fact that he tried to kill him when he was driving <laughs> <gasps> um, <laughs> it's a poor car it's got such a ding down the side of it in the really? moment yeah <laughs> um but do you know what I'm just trying to think? Is it? I mean, is there anything else we've got kind of planned or we'd like to get done? Not really. To I, be honest, no. I think I think we don't really have any plans. We don't. As, as I say, the next kind of August is going to be interesting because it's festival, so that's where we'll hopefully pick up a lot more bits and pieces. Yeah. Um, oh, did you see the Real Brunch is doing its first live episode? Yes, I did. Oh, oh. Um, 
Willem and Alaska are coming to Glasgow in November to record Race Chasers. I wonder if that means Big Dipper will be here. Probably not. Oh, that's a shame. Um, so I'm going to that if you want to come. The tickets go on sale next month. What's the actual date? Sunday the 22nd of November. That's fab. Add it into the notes and then right. I can have a look when I get back um, into Because I'm definitely going. Like, without a doubt I'm going any chance I can get to see Alaska I, th- I think th- I think it'd be good fun to see Race Chaser yeah and get a couple of ideas on how they edit and do their podcast well well, they don't well no but there'll be some sort of recording device there yes Big Dipper I don't think Big Dipper is going to be there oh um, but I love Big Dipper when he's talking about editing the two of them and trying to keep them on top I know <laughs> it sounds like it's a proper job I can understand that. <laughs> right, are we wrapping up? Yes. So am I starting? Um, wait until I scroll down to get it. Yes. Yay. So please subscribe, review and follow Bear With Me on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify and Stitcher. And follow us on Instagram and Facebook. You can contact the show by email at podcast at gmail.com. Nope. Try again. Podcastbearwithme at gmail.com. There we go. And Instagram at podcastbearwithme. We had any emails yet. No. No one ever emails we, us. We get a lot more through the Instagram. <laughs> yeah. If you want to message on the Instagram, it's fun. Um, it's also more fun when we reply and forget to put a name after it and then they don't know who they're talking to we've also not had any more um, nudes sent funny that (laughs) yes although speaking of our Instagram Uh who is the Jesus who's the young boy which one who was talking to was talking to you on the podcast page and then started talking to me on my personal page the rugby player yes yes he's so (laughs) cute because he is shady yes I thought I th- I thought we were bad, but he is shady. Because I'm loving this line from you. Well, <laughs> he he's a wee cutie. I love the fact that he says he's not a rookie. <laughs> I know. Because uh, he was saying he was in them cheerleading outfits for um. Yeah, he was. For union. Um. So. Um, so you can follow myself on Instagram at SparkyCup and you can follow me at Just a Hometown Boy. I'd also like to know if you have any questions for Stephen at Just a Hometown Boy, please don't message me on Growlout, you know, any of the other apps because quite clearly you need to be spoken to Stephen. Yes, and if you're an Edinburgh, I might even come and suck your dick. <laughs> Give me a review. <laughs> yeah, only if you get up, hit him up on Fab Guys, so you yeah, get a four star no, review. No, I meant a review for the podcast. <laughs> well, I've sent I've sent dick pics for reviews. I know. Oh my god! Speaking of that, one of our other guests, Mark, who we've had, who we had on, gosh, must be last year, or the year before. Yes. Um, did you see his last Instagram picture of him and his new boyfriend, where they Were look the... like twins? Yeah, I, I did. I was like, oh, I did. I did see that. We, uh, we might post that. Uh, it's so adorable. They're in bed together, but they, I swear to God, they look like twins. They do. Um, it's funny because Mark's what. Five years younger? Oh, I don't know. Um, <laughs> it's adorable. <laughs> I always love when gay men date their clones. It's always weird. No, I think it would. I think. Uh, no, no. But you see it so much. Yeah. Right, so you ready for the ending? Uh, yes, I think I'm on the right bit. Ready? Well, maybe you tell me when <laughs> I'm starting. Right. Thank, Thank you, you for, for listening, listening to us and bear with me. me.